Hey guys, and welcome to the newest episode of It's Shamira, Not Shamira, where you hear all the fun things that run through my mind. P.S. I am sorry in advance. Random talks that I have with friends and family, and anything else the universe decides to throw my way. Well, what are we waiting on? Let's get going. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of It's Shmira, not Shmira. Uh, I know it's been a little bit, and just to catch you up, um, I am. I keep saying we. I do have a business that there's a we, <laughs> which is real estate investing, that we are kind of getting going. Not kind of, we're definitely getting going. Words are powerful. We are getting going and trying to figure out whose roles are which and where we're good at each role. Um, but definitely getting that up and going. Um, and then I'm revitalizing my uh, financial service business. Um, interestingly enough, I had already um, started doing that about a week and a half ago. And then I went to a financial event um, with another company. I didn't know it was another company. Um, I was just invited to go and I realized my blood started boiling when they were selling products that, uh, life insurance products that aren't good for middle income families. They just aren't. And that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But my question was, do you sell, you keep mentioning life insurance and tax free and blah, blah, blah. But what type of life insurance are you selling? And they, you know, talked about whole life and IULs, um, just term that converts. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And as I asked all these questions, the girl's stammering and stuttering and repeating the same answer. And then I realized that, like, I'm trying not to be rude, too, because I, I'm, I really don't want to be confrontational. But I really get frustrated when people take advantage of middle income families, period, who are already working their butts off to make ends meet and a lot of them aren't financially literate to to understand, you know, what they need to do to make the most money, pay the least amount of taxes as possible, all that fun stuff. But then you're marketing it to black people, uh that pisses me off. So I tried to be calm. And the the person that invited me who I know and I adore um is new to this and me trying to, she, I love that she approached it from, well, what don't you like about it? And as I explained, I'm like, listen, I use my life insurance license to get people out of those products that you're selling. Um, at the end of the day, I, I really do know that she believes in what she's doing and it's really unfortunate, but it keeps me in a position to get people as many people as they get into them we can get out of them um because it's the right thing to do but i um i realized when i got out of there i was even more jazzed up to get everything kind of rebranded and going and all that fun stuff i ended up calling like my younger cousin and uh, just reaching out to a bunch of people um so in that event, 
it made something positive happen. I try to look at that um, when things happen. What's the good in it? What's the bad in it? What's what's the lesson? Uh, I think sometimes we we get so bogged down um, in the oh my gosh, so what was me? Why is this happening to me? Blah blah blah. But then you have to think about there's a lesson in it, and we. Uh, my aunt talked to me about this uh, a couple months ago. Um, just had a, a, a family event, uh, not a nice one either. And uh, I said, you know, I wish I wasn't there for it. And we have different beliefs, but the message is the same. She said, you know, for whatever reason, God wanted you in that uh, and wanted that to happen to you. And for me, when somebody tells me God something, I think the universe, but I always understand to listen to the message. Cause I think sometimes <laughs> this one lady that I know, she's like, you know, she'll try to catch herself when she's like, Oh my gosh. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I didn't mean to say that. I'm like, I don't, I don't care that that's what you believe in. And I understand when you say, I'll pray for you or something like that. Like, I'm not offended by it. That's your belief. And when, I say I'm going to put, you know, positive thoughts in the universe. I I hope you don't take it offensively because I get what you're doing and in your with your belief. That's, yeah. And I think about, you know, this didn't go right. I, I wish it would have happened a, a, another way. Sometimes I have to take a step back and and look at what the lesson is. Sometimes the lesson hits you right away. Sometimes it hits you a month later, but there's always a lesson in it. Um, recently, I, I was going to say the books I read, which is a total lie. And not to knock reading books. I actually genuinely like reading books. However, they are so relaxing for me that I end up going to sleep and it takes me forever to get through a book. So, what I've been doing recently is audiobooks. Yeah, audiobooks. Um, <laughs> I can get through a book in a day or two, except for this current one that I am reading. I am currently reading um, Jennifer Lewis, the mom of black, the mother of Black Hollywood. That is a ten-hour audiobook. Ten hours, and I listen to them all day long. I've gotten through two books in, what, a four-day period? Three? No, it was a four-and-a-half-day period. Her book, long, <laughs> but in a good way. Um, I think in these last couple of books that I've reading, I didn't pick them in any particular order. I just, uh, let's see, in December. Let's go backwards a little bit. In December, I uh, was meeting my cousin at the Museum of Ice Cream. I had an extra ticket, so I decided to take my one of my cousins with me, and that's in the city. Um, she was doing something I hadn't eaten, so I decided to stop at this restaurant that I've always wanted to go to. But every time I went there, it was about to close or it was closed. This particular time... I got there and it was not. I sat at the bar uh, instead of just getting a table to myself because you sit at the bar and you talk to people. And that's exactly what happened. Um, I spoke to this woman and her friend and they were catching up after not seeing me. And they had been long-term friends. They were older, maybe in their 60s. 
Um, one woman had just lost her father and she hadn't really come out the house for months after losing both of her parents. Um, no, let me remember this correctly. I think she just lost her father and her mother may still be alive. Um, yes, yes. Had to make sure that I, I got that, that part of the story correct. Um, but we just, you know, talked about life and random things and she told me about a bunch of books um, that she loved, and I, I, of course, wrote them down. One of them were You Are Badass, and it's by Jen Sicario, I think it is. Jen, the book for sure is called You Are Badass. And I said, you know what, I'm going to read that. I wrote it down. Just didn't get to it. Um, shortly after, maybe a week later, it was after, so that was the 27th when we went, and it was like right after New Year's Eve, um, an entrepreneur whom I adore, um, her name is Shayla, she, uh, runs, she's the, the founder of the So Oakland brand, um, she put out, you know, I want to have this book club. And her first book for the book club was You Are Badass. And I'm like, all right, universe, I I get it, you know. So I got the book, listened to it. Amazing. Um, It is now the reason why I want to go to India next November. Uh, It took me, it took me a couple days to get through that one only because the most, most of the time that I listened to it was in the short periods on my way home, but at that time I was working really long hours, driving home at like seven, eight o'clock in the morning after, you know, being up since like 12 o'clock in the daytime and trying to drive back home. I needed loud music to keep me awake and alert and I was too relaxing. So it took me a little while to get through that. Um, But I love the idea of travel I love the idea of, you know, there there are a lot of moving parts to the universe, and sometimes you just have to be still and listen. Um, one of my favorites. To me, um, learning to master my habits. Like I said, I've worked long hours in for other people, but learning to put that same effort into yourself when there's no one holding you accountable. That is something that I'm learning and I'm learning along with my son. I tell him all the time, the things that I'm trying to teach him, I'm not just trying to teach him, I'm teaching him through learning myself. Um, I I think that's really important to, to realize that you never stop learning. I know a lot of people that aren't open to new ideas, new things, keeping their, you know, their minds open. And I, on the other hand, know that I don't know it all. I, I know a lot about a lot of things and I know a little about a lot of things, but I don't know it all. And just trying to take time and realize where I go wrong and try and help my son kind of navigate through that so he doesn't make the same pitfalls. I mean, you know, your kids are going to run into walls and make mistakes all the time, but, and they're going to do ones that are unnecessary, but my, I don't, I don't care about that. I want to give him the information and let him make the choice. 
And I can't do that if I'm constantly telling him to do one thing, but I'm doing another. I can and I can't. I, I tell him all the time. Not Sometimes I'm going to tell him, you know, do what I say, not as I do. But in those circumstances, it's not do what I say, not what I do. It's do what I say and learn from what I do. Because sometimes I'm telling you to do something that I'm not doing, but I want you to learn from what I'm not doing so that you understand the difference. Um, but habit, habits recently. So one of the books that I uh, just finished was Charlemagne the God's uh, Black Privilege Opportunity Comes to Those Who Create Creates Them. And it talked about um, a girl who wanted to intern for the radio company. However, she told herself that she didn't have enough time. And things that I've learned and was kind of reminded today, not kind of definitely reminded today, if you tell someone something, it's a lie. If they tell themselves, it's true. So she has already told herself that because she works 40 hours a week, and that's with her school schedule as well, she can't intern somewhere for free. And he broke it down this way. There is 168 hours in a week. 24 times 7. You work 40 hours a week. So that's 128 hours left. You sleep 8 hours a day. 8 times 7. That is, what, 56. So what is that, like 72 hours? 70 hours? Something like that. 72 hours. I don't have my calculator near me. Left to work, to eat, and honestly, you can eat on the go, um, to get dressed, to, to transport yourself from one place to another. But there's hours. You know, there's a lot of time where, where you can sleep less. You know, what I've realized recently is once I've changed my diet, um, the way I eat, the things that I put into my body, we've changed deodorants, uh, my body wash is natural, my perfumes, all that fun stuff. Once I started changing that, my body didn't drag so much. Um, now I'm working on trying to get like regular vitamins into me, but I no longer need the, you know, 12 hour crashes that I needed when I was, you know, working for someone else long hours, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 hours a day. Um, Cause I would work in my full-time job for, I would work doubles a lot. And then I would go Uber afterwards. So a lot of hours of being up and then I would crash of course, cause you can only do that for so long. But I realized when you change that and now recently I started working out. So I get up at 6.30, which is weird for a person who has worked at night for years. Working on planners. So here's our planner each week. We look at it at the beginning of the week and every night before bed. And me teaching him to do it is a helpful habit for myself if that makes any sense. Um, because if 
I'm making him do it. He's going to go, mom, where's yours? And now I have to do it. So now it's a healthy habit for me. And it's great because I, again, can look at my week, realize if I overbooked myself on something, um, it's professional just to give people a heads up, hey, are we still on for whichever date? Um, When I have concerts or things, because I have forgotten concerts too, or events on the weekend, and just making sure I don't space out because I get overwhelmed or want to shut down. Um, I can kind of look at it and then it helps me process what's going to happen. I can breathe it through, try not to get super overwhelmed because now I see it coming and I can manage it. So that's been a good habit to build too, a really good habit to build. I even, like my YouTube, I went into the settings and now after an hour and a half, No matter where my videos are, it will cut off. So after an hour and a half, it'll say, do you need to take a break? And of course you can dismiss it, which I do sometimes. But a lot of the times now I go, damn it, I've been on here an hour and a half because the time just went by and I didn't realize. One video after another and it just keeps going. Um, So that's been another way to hold myself accountable to start building healthy habits. Because when I'm, you know, doing some of my educational courses or webinars or anything like that, sometimes it does get a little wearing and I start to relax or I get sleepy because, you know, some of them are not very entertaining, but they are necessary. So I'll take a, a timeout. I'll look at a really interesting video and then I go back to it. So that's been a really good way to kind of help me stay on course, stay on track. Um, because that's the one thing you you can't monitor. A lot of times we get on the internet, we don't even look at the, the clock and then, you know, three hours later, one day, no joke, on a Sunday, I'm in a, I, I told you guys, I'm in a constant group text with one of my cousins. I got up at like nine o'clock. It was one like Sunday. I literally watched YouTube from 9 a.m., to about 10.30 that night. I obviously had nothing to do. My kid wasn't here. The only thing I did was stop, use the bathroom. I got some water here and there. I think I barely ate. My cousins made fun of me. They were like, you probably know how to build a whole house now. But that's that's what can happen with no self-discipline. And it's so easy to get lost in that. But it's so crazy how when you work for somebody else, but that's because there's structure there, somebody to hold you accountable there, there's a, you know, paycheck attached to it. So you have a a different type of discipline. And one of the things that I love with watching other entrepreneurs, and that's another part of why I'm on social media, because sometimes I'll get lost in other other entrepreneurs' videos and learning from them. But Got to balance it out. But anyways, um, they talk about that. You know, how easy it is to get distracted. How hard it is to be an entrepreneur because there's nobody holding you accountable. There is nobody saying get back to work. There's nobody saying you showed up late. There's there's nothing. Um, So that has been a good thing. And learning how to say when things go great, it's, it was great. If you did the, you know, the work for it, kudos to you. If you didn't do the work for it, you give kudos to whoever did it. 
but also when things don't go well, understanding where you should take the blame. And I can tell you there's been times where I'm like, dang, I could have been much further than this, you know, if I would have just took it seriously. And now it's just that constant habit of I don't want to be where I was before and today made me better, but I'm constantly in a race with myself. Um, and my habits and my daily my my daily planner, my logs, and making sure I have something, a schedule. I literally had to give myself a schedule. Post. And personally, I don't post a lot of my personal things. I'm a, a meme poster or, or post about causes that are meaningful to me, causes that I either try and help with um, privately or things that I'm like, okay, I can't wait to get to this next point in my life because this is a cause that I want to focus on. Um, but people get so caught up in the, the social media posts that they don't realize the work that goes behind it. The blood, sweat, and tears. The times where you're literally about to cry thinking, did I make a mistake? You know, was this what I was supposed to do? Is this what I'm supposed to do? The times where the money is tight as hell, but you have to make moves that are necessary to, to grow your business. It's a lot of things behind the scenes that people don't see. So especially when I see successful entrepreneurs that have do, have been doing it for a while, I'm always trying to stay up to date on what they're doing. Um, just as mentors, whether they know it or not, you know, those are people that I look up to and I respect because I get the work that goes behind it. And even though, you know, people's skills are different. The work is the same. Um, what else have I learned about habits? So I just got finished listening to Rich Dad Poor Dad day before yesterday, yesterday, day before yesterday. Um, and if you haven't read that book, it is about, uh, Robert Kiyosaki's life and, he talks about being raised by his biological father, which he calls the poor father, and his best friend's father, who he calls the rich father. But it, in some um, points of the, the, the book, rich and poor may be financial status, but for the most part, it's mindset. And reading books or listening to books has become my new habit. I, like I said, love to read. And when I was in high school, I would read a lot of fictional novels, um, but not a lot of things to help my mindset. So reading books or listening to books has become my new addiction. So in this book, um, what I liked about his book is he tells you what he learns from both. He gives you the information and a lot of times he may have an opinion on it, but he's also, he lets you kind of choose. So 
there's like this one topic where he um, talks about his father, his biological father, or technically, or not technically, but the poor father, quote unquote, in the book praises unions and his quote unquote rich father um, despises them. And he talks about the pros and cons of it. You know, if you specialize in a field, it's very necessary. He says, basically, he feels no way one, you know, he doesn't feel any which way about unions. He understands where both fathers have their thoughts about them, but he leaves it for you to choose. If you specialize in a field, he understands undoubtedly why that would be necessary because everybody is not going to go start a corporation and become financially wealthy. So there are places for people and we need people in and these fields too. I think sometimes we get so caught up in, you know, telling people you shouldn't have a job or blah, blah, blah. Everybody's not going to take the same course. And though I don't personally feel there's any type of secure job, there just isn't in my book, because if a job can let you go for whatever reason, then it's not secure. However, there are important jobs to be had whether you're flying me from one destination to another, you're the bus boy that has to wash my dishes before I eat off of them, if you are the janitor that is cleaning. But that has been a new habit for me, getting through books. And I have one book, it's a fictional novel. I bought it maybe two, two, two and a half years ago? No, no, no. Couldn't be that long. Lies and Slender. It was maybe a year and a half, almost two years ago. I just got finished with it, and I started it when I got it. I just got finished with it maybe a month and a half ago. And you would be surprised. Like, I'm on planes a lot, traveling, but I listen to podcasts all the time. So I'll download a million and ten podcasts and listen to that for hours. That's what got me through my flight overseas. Um, I watch a couple of like TV shows here and there, but I hate watching. If I watch TV shows, I watch things that I already watch. So Criminal Minds, when I used to watch TV, uh, I can download that and watch the same episodes over and over again. But I like that or... um, house flipping shows, travel shows, things like that. One, because I that's what I'm passionate about currently. Traveling, um, homes, food. I'm always, oh my goodness, food is my life. Even though I don't eat a lot of things anymore, but food is still my life. Um, but I like doing those type of shows because they don't have a, a narrative to follow throughout the season. So I can jump in and jump out without feeling attached to anything because I just, I I don't want to get connected to a TV show because what I am learning is I don't learn anything from a lot of those shows. Even the flipping shows, they don't show you, they show you enough, but if you're really trying to be in the business, it's not enough to really learn from. So it's, it's entertaining and it's inspiring, but it's not something that I can you know, just stare at and it's gonna, it's not going to help me make my next deal, if that makes sense. Um, another habit that I've been building is going to the gym. Um, there's this gym that I actually started going to because I got a free 
membership for a month. And it's a dope small gym, um, Resolutions for Life. Shout out to Sam and Linda. Um, but I love it because it's small and you get a personal trainer. It just kind of comes with the territory. And though my weight kind of fluctuate, the habit of getting up and going to the gym four to five days a week every single morning to get my day going has been a good one. And my son has been going with me for the last, like, five, six weeks. Um, and it's been helping him get stronger. So just kind of building that habit of getting healthy and making sure that I'm not only watching what goes into my body and on top of my body because I make my own lotions, which I have to make some. I make my chapsticks. I do natural deodorants, body wash, all that fun stuff. Um, but also working out. Uh, I started a 30-day yoga challenge um, yesterday. Yesterday? This morning. This morning. Sorry, my days are all off. This morning I started it <laughs> to wish me luck. Um, but it's all about just getting healthy and being my best me. Whether that is my mind, what I, because you are what you study. You are what you think. You are what you see. You are what you eat. So I'm trying to make sure that my brain is strong, make sure my body is strong. I have heart disease, so I'm trying to make sure that I take care of that. Um, and I'm trying to create these healthy habits to teach my kid. And I, I plan on having more kids in the future. And I want to make this a normal habit. So, you know, my son now, he eats horribly. And when I say horribly, I mean horribly. But I remember when I ate horribly. One of my jobs, oh man, my social media likes to remind me of this every year. Um, made a list. Weird things Shamir eats. And oh man, were there things on there. I would always tell people, listen, I will never starve. And I never will. If I have to eat something because I'm in a, a rock and a hard place, I will. But understanding to eat when I'm full and walk away because I hate wasting food. Two things that I hate wasting. And it's only two. Everything else, it's, it's the weirdest thing. If I'm not finished eating everything else, I don't care. I'll throw it away. But for whatever reason, in my mind, I do not like to waste avocados and shrimp. I don't know what it is about those two, but I don't care how full I am. If there are three, four pieces of shrimp left, I'm still going to eat them. If there are uh, pieces of an avocado still left, I will pick around everything else and just eat avocados. I don't know what it is in my mind that I can't waste those things. But just I have to learn to walk away. Another thing that I'm learning with this, uh, with going to the gym, is I don't eat horribly. I don't. I may binge out on chips here and there. My favorite chips are Juanita's tortillas. Oh, my God. Those chips are the bomb. Uh, I can sit there and eat salsa and chips all day. However, I don't do it. 
Uh, my problem is, isn't what I eat is how often I eat. I don't eat enough. So I wind up losing lean, uh, lean muscle and holding on to fat because my body's like, you're working out like crazy. You're drinking all this water, but you're not nourishing everything within, you know, within us. So that's something that I, a habit that I'm learning to build, eating lots of small meals. And for some people that is so easy to do. For me, I can go all day without eating. Like today, I ate some peanuts in the morning. Not even in the morning, because I didn't eat in the morning. I ate peanuts when I got back home. I know that sounds horrible. Peanuts. There you go. <laughs> um, in the afternoon, when we got back at like 1.30, had maybe a handful of those. And then I didn't eat again until about 4. And I ate six barbecue oysters at the uh, seafood festival. I had two boba drinks, um, so two non-dairy bobas. And then I had some french fries. And I had sparkling water when I got back home. That's it. That is not nearly enough to burn the fat that I need to burn. And I know this. However, I got to get better. Um, so meal prepping has become a little bit more of a daily habit, um, but trying to figure out how to meal prep things that I can take on the go that doesn't require a microwave. So that's what I'm working on. Um, but yeah, this, these last couple weeks have been constant reminders to build healthy habits. And I think we all need to learn how to build healthy habits. I don't know what yours may be um, that may be unhealthy. But listen, if you realize that you are doing something wrong, fix it. The worst thing you can do is know that you're doing something wrong and then at that point continue to choose to do something wrong. Even if you fall on your face, listen, I have people around me that have looked at me crazy because they're like, oh, you're still trying to build a business. And I'm like, dang, they have no idea how far I've come. Just none. But I'm also not afraid to fall on my face multiple times. Just get up. That's the biggest thing. How do you fall down, realize that you fall down, and get back up. That's important. I have a kid. And they talk about that, you know, in um, in one of the books. Which book was that? Rich Dad, Poor Dad. How school teaches you that if you fail, you make a mistake. And that's not a good thing. So you fail this test. That's a mistake. Avoid it. Don't fail. Um, let's see. Sorry, I'm trying to multitask uh, and doing it horribly. Um, you literally are learning how to ride a bike and you fall. If you have any suggestions or thoughts on um, any topics, go ahead. 
hit that message button and uh, let me know. And I look forward to talking to you guys next time. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your weekend, depending on when you're listening to this. It is Saturday for me, Saturday night for me. So um, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And remember, just to enjoy life and take time and be present. Life is short, but life is long. Make sure that you enjoy it no matter where you end up in the spectrum. Good night, guys. Oh, thank you.